Hi, this is George Crumley with the Crotchety Old Man Podcast. Gary Smith, Paul Clements, and I will be taking off the month of December. This will give us an opportunity to replenish and recharge and get ready for 2024. We hope you have enjoyed many of the 75 episodes we have produced over the last two years. Our goal for 2024 is to continue to bring you, our audience, wealth building as well as health building tips. Here's wishing you a happy and safe holiday season. And as we always say on the Crotchety Old Man podcast, if you didn't know, now you know. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Crotchety Old Man podcast. Hi, I'm Gary Smith, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Crotchety Old Men podcast. And as always, I got my main man in the studio with me, George Grumley. Top of the day to you, George. Hey, Smitty. Top of the day to you also, man. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great. You know, uh, weather is keeping me on the inside. But other than that, my sunshine is still bright. (laughs) (laughs) You got this inclement weather up here, man. So I can't get out and swing the clubs. Oh, well, hey, it'll come. Uh, it'll come soon. Just be yeah. patient. Yeah, that's what they tell me. Huh? You People that know me know I don't have a whole lot of patience. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing better to do than talk about finances and, and educate our audience, man. Because, you know, here again, I'm really excited today. We're going to talk about your book. Congratulations hey. on finishing that book. Thank you. But, Thank uh, you. Today, we're going to talk about five keys to create to create passive income with commercial real estate written by Gary Smith. I think that's a great accomplishment. Great accomplishment. Amen. Well, thank you so much, George. It was a, a a project in the making for a while. And uh, I've always had, you know, well, you know, I've always loved to write anyway, but when it comes to business finance and certainly, you know, how we are uh, here at the crotchety old man podcast, we like to share information. So um, what better way to do it is through a book. You know, and uh, one of the things is on my bucket list anyway. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. What a, what a great way to share information is through a book. I mean, it's, that's that's a heck of an accomplishment. So, yeah, let's j- dive right into it. So um, as I'm looking at the, uh, the table of contents, you hit on a couple of different uh, topics. But you start off with uh, it says introduction, creating passive income through uh, real estate uh, investing. So let's talk a little bit about this. Going to spend a couple of minutes on that. Sure. You know, a lot of people look at real estate as a vehicle that can produce passive income. Now, I guess first we have to describe what is passive income, right? Uh, passive income is that type of income that you do not actively <clears throat> have to generate. What I mean by that? Um, well, hey, you take for instance people who buy uh, fix and flips. All right. Uh, that's pretty much work intensive. You have to do something to get that property up and running. And uh, it requires you or, or a manager of some sort to uh, make that happen. Whereas with passive income, it typically is derived from, let's say, for instance, real estate investment trusts. OK, that you can buy those as we talked to in previous episodes um, in the stock market, if you will. Then you also have your passive income types uh, from syndications. I know that's big right now. There are people who will just entrust uh, a sponsor who is uh, knowledgeable about real estate investing or 
apartment property specifically, and they'll uh, invest in those people and that they'll do the work, all the heavy lift, lifting, as we like to call it. And then the investor themselves, they just reap the, um, the cash flow and hopefully a waterfall depending upon their exit strategy. And then another form of passive income is commercial real estate, such as uh, I talk about often, and single tenant real estate is derived from your CVS, drugstores, dollar stores, stuff like that. Oh, man, that's pretty good. So interesting enough, you talk about strategies in your in chapter two. So let's let's talk a little bit. How do you how did you go into and, and discuss strategies? Well, you know, George, I kind of looked at it like when I look back on my career, um, you got to have an end game in mind. Uh, why? Why are you buying a property or buy, investing in real estate to begin with? All right. And so my strategy is always to, um, well, it's like this, too, before I get in deep into that strategy piece is this, is that you make your money when you buy real estate. Right. And so your strategy has to be, well, first of all, how am I going to buy it? And I think people kind of get it twisted sometimes. They still focus on what to buy and sometimes neglect spending a lot of time on how to buy it. And so if you buy wrong, you end up not coming out on top or let's put it this way. You, 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 your yield is probably going to be a lot less if you buy the property wrong. And in the book, I try to delve into uh, how to structure offers, um, how to get your financing up front in terms of where you want to get that money from. Um, of course, buying it right also could mean that get seller financing. And I'd like to, and I talk a lot about creative financing uh, because so many times, particularly in, in today's market, it's hard to get debt. It's hard to get financing from the banks and it's going to get more hard. It's going to get harder. So hopefully those principles in my book will help people navigate uh, through the um, turbulent times that's coming as it relates to being able to get money. The cost of money is high now. And so you want to be able to navigate around that. Yeah, that's so important, uh, Smitty, because, uh, you know, it's almost a situation where you you don't want to have money to invest. You just want to have more. So the idea of investing because you have the money, you often go to the traditional methods, which mm -hmm. is to a mortgage company or to a bank, which is going to charge you a certain amount of interest and you're going to go off on your merry way. Uh, after you showing your taxes and things of that nature. But like you say, when you get into the creative side of it, you actually take advantage of some of the things that are out there, which you already talked about, you know, seller financing. That's one of the uh, probably one of the easiest way or one of the uh, most lucrative ways to mm -hmm. buy property, because now you're you're not all in but you kind of take advantage of what the situation is of with the owner. Maybe he's losing the property. Maybe he's got a urgent need to get out of the property. So you're basically, you got to do some work. You got to do some sales where you got to find those properties and it makes you a better person because of the fact that now you're putting forth some effort to get this property. Sure. Absolutely. And matter of fact, when you talk about seller financing, some people think that it's a desperate seller and, and not in all cases, that's the situation. Um, and seller financing has a lot of benefits to a seller. Uh, one is the tax benefits. Uh, if you don't need all your cash at once, then it's the opportune way of um, exiting a property without creating a huge tax bill versus if you get all the cash at once, that's a big tax bill right there unless you do a 1031 exchange. And that's a whole nother chapter.
Mm-hmm. Well, interesting enough, we've kind of leaned into chapter three where you talk about uh, purchasing um, real, real estate, uh, even if you have limited capital or experience. Yeah, you know, so I think sometimes when people, the best way, is, uh, I forgot who said it, I won't mess up the quote, but if you don't have any money, then you can't spend any. So therefore, you can't, <laughs> you can't invest. And sometimes that can be a good thing uh, because you can uh, get, a, if you have a good deal, a good deal will always attract money. So that should never be the first concern. Um, certainly, you want to structure your deals. Whereas that where the money comes from is not nearly as important as to how much you have to put in and what you expect to get back out. Money returned sooner is always better than money returned later. And so as I show in a book and as I teach in a course is that you have to understand the power of money. Uh, You need to understand the compounding of money and how interest rates uh, affect your deal. All right. And so that's why I always go back to buying the property right. Uh, structuring the right financing. There's a time to use uh, your commercial lenders, uh, but initially most investors don't use them in the beginning. Okay, and that's the that's the thing that most of us don't know. We we, we think that you know I got to get my credit score up to 720, and I got to go give the bank all this other stuff, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you find out that you're working for the bank. <laughs> And so, and, and, and so, and then if, if you it's a buy and hold strategy, well, the first five, 10, 15 years that you have that bank debt, majority of that money is going toward interest and you're not paying down any of your debt. So you, you further behind actually than you are, than you, than it looks, it appears to be. So those are things that I, I try to uh, bring out in the book, try to help people uh, understand uh, how the money, how money is used. And real estate is really a finance game. You know, it's, it's not about bricks and mortar. It's primarily a finance game. That building is there for the sole purpose of generating a means of exchange of capital. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you understand that, your approach to real estate becomes completely different. You know, because like yeah. I said, people hammer in that there's only one way to buy real estate, but there's a multitude of ways to buy. And as you investigate and get into some of the more alternative ways to do it, it's definitely more more so benefits you in the long run. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the pitfalls. I mean, uh, maintaining rental properties. Um, what do you what do you talk about when when and when you get to that chapter? I think that's chapter five. Oh, yeah. Well, pitfalls, as you know, some folks use the Burr method by uh, renovate, uh, rent, refinance, repeat, you know, that's that bird mythology. And so it's all set up primarily to, uh, entice people, whereas, you know, you're able to get into a property and, but it's, it's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as it, as it made to seem because you have to deal with contractors. You have to understand, uh, budgeting. You have to understand, uh, supply chain issues that could crop up. Uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier that there's a lot of ways to get into real estate, but how do you get out? Okay, what I go back to that exit strategy. Either your exit strategy is going to be to refinance or it's going to be to sell. All right. And, and with traditional financing, it, it kind of forces you into that box. Whereas if you use seller financing or creative financing, now you've opened up several other options to yourself other than being forced to sell. Because let's look at it. 
If you're buying real estate or investing in real estate for the purpose of having passive income, why would you ever want to sell that income? <laughs> you know, and the way the system is set up is that it forces you to either sell the asset because there's a balloon payment coming, particularly if you use interest only. See, interest only seems like it's a good idea in, in the beginning because your, your note is lower. But you got to pay the piper in the end of that term, whether it's three years interest only or five years interest only. And then when that balloon payment kicks in, and that's what we're going to see a lot of in 2023 this year and the next 24 to 36 months after this year. And it's going to be a lot of opportunities. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. So tell me, what are some of the takeaways from the book? All right. Well, some of the takeaways I, I try to uh, share with people. Number one, build a team. Uh, teamwork does make the dream work. Real estate, and specifically commercial real estate, is not a solo artist uh, industry. You have to surround yourself with professionals, people hopefully to know more than you do about it. And even to this day, I still try to surround myself with people. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. All right. Um, so I try to surround myself with other people. What I mean by that? Become, you know, you certainly should have a real estate agent or a broker that specializes in the type of property that you're most interested in. You see, some people run out here, George, and they'll buy property that doesn't even fit their lifestyle. It doesn't fit what they really want. All right. Why buy, uh, let's say I'll pick on rental properties. If you know you want to travel a lot and you're not a handy person, you know, so why not buy a property uh, either through a syndication where you don't have to deal with sort that sort of stuff? All right. Uh, if you're in a cumulative phase, meaning that you're pretty much younger, you have that energy you have the acclimation to maybe go out there and uh, get your hands dirty or what have you. And that's okay. You learn the business. Or you have a, a, um, a penchant for dealing with people. You know, you got you to gotta understand people when you're dealing with real estate. You know, people buy real estate and rent real estate for various reasons. So you got to educate yourself and do those type of things. Some of the other takeaways is that continue always to continue to increase your knowledge about financing, about interest rates, about uh, mortgages and property valuations uh, and those sort of things. And today we have the AI and, and artificial intelligence. So you have all these machines out here and, th and things like that, that finding properties is becoming easier and easier. So finding them is not nearly as important as learning how to finance. No, it's not. That's interesting. Um, and, and, and as, as, as we talk about the book, it, it also, you know, makes it easier for those that are trying to get into this business. All they do is run out and get your book. As far as when we were coming up, you know, we had to, uh, stub our toe and, and scramble mm -hmm. and try to figure all this stuff out on the go. So, you know, for our listening audience out there, Hey, grab this book and it'll take you through how to do this. And, and help me out here. You can do this on the commercial side as well as the residential side. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the beauty of it. You know, I, I although, you know, that's my uh, playground, if you will, commercial. But there's also some tips in there for residential investors if they're looking to that. But I, I wanted to really put this book out for uh, those who have always aspired to get into commercial real estate. There's not enough of us, you know, black folks that's actively involved in commercial real estate whether on the brokerage side or whether on the investment side or even in some of the other careers, you know, we've had people on our podcast 
uh, from every area, from you know appraisers to uh, inspectors and what have you, but from the just the totality of what we represent here in the United States, commercial real estate is the core or the center or the driver of the economy. That's what drives the economy. All right, commercial real estate. There's over, I think it's about $20 trillion, trillion dollars of commercial real estate just here in the United States alone. And investors from all over the world, they come here to the U.S. and invest in commercial real estate. And we can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be at the top where you're doing $800 billion transactions. You can make a whole heck of a lot of money by investing in commercial real estate that's either that's under a million dollars actually. It all depends on what you what type of passive income and what that number needs to look like. You know, George, I get there, there's a lot of people when they look at passive income, and I'll and I say this in my book, how much money do you want to have extra coming into your household? Because you see, if you can create an extra five hundred dollars a month, that changes some people's lives. An extra five hundred dollars a month right now would change some households. Well, let me tell you this. An extra thousand dollars a month can change some zip codes out there. So we're not talking about monumental type uh, uh, leaps from buying a two-family flat to buying a, a, a four-unit strip center. And that's what I say in the book. I want to expound and expand people's dreams, expand your thinking, and more importantly, expand your horizon. Yeah, I think it's a mindset, Smitty. You know, it's a mindset that's something that we think is you know, out of our touch, out of our reach, out of our grasp. We don't really understand that commercial real estate is something that's obtainable, you know, and we have to, you know, make sure that the information is put out. And I think your book is going to be a, a great asset to do that is to put the word out, you know, to folks that, hey, commercial real estate is something that's obtainable, something you can do. And it's not out of your grasp. And I think that's so important because, like you say, commercial real estate can change your life and change the life of, of you know, those coming after you once you get involved. And it just takes one deal. That's, that's all it, it takes is, is one deal. Getting into commercial real estate certainly changed mine. And okay. so once I got on the inside, I didn't want to be the spook by the door. I want to be the spook who removed the door, you know. So <laughs> well, that will help. This book will definitely help remove the door because of the fact that it's here again, getting information out. And you know, that's what, you know, our core pillar is information, education, exposure, and opportunity. And and your book definitely hits on all four of those, those uh, key pillars. Uh, yeah, you can't really ask for that any more than that. So yeah, yeah great. This is a great opportunity. Uh, I'm glad you, uh, you, you wrote the book here again. Congratulations for that. And uh, here again, tell our audience where they can pick the book up at. Well, the book is available right now on Amazon. All you need to do is go to Amazon.com, uh, put in five keys to create passive income with commercial real estate. It's going to pop up, and there you are. I wanted to make sure that it was affordable, so 10 bucks. Hey, that's a $10 investment. And my goal is that if you take just one idea out of that book and apply it, you could possibly turn that $10 investment to a thousand-fold return, you know, and change generations and possibly change your own zip code. There's a lot of information in here, and I just wanted to make sure that, uh, again, it's accessible. Uh, there's not a lot of people that look like me that's, uh, that talks about commercial real estate but have actually done the deals and, um, and the financing of them. So I want to make sure that I don't leave this planet 
with all this information and knowledge inside of me. So the best for me, best way for me to do that or accomplish that is to put it in a book. Yeah. But there's another key to that too. You're doing a class, right? Also. Right, right, right. Have a course in there. Let's just take a couple of minutes and talk about the class, you know, and so then then people can see how the book and the class kind of work together. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the course is a 12 week course. And what it does take you from A to Z uh, in terms of preparing you to buy a property. Uh, you know, theory is one thing. You know, we can talk and talk about real estate and talk about ideas and creative finance and all that stuff. And it's good to talk. But, hey, you got to take action. You know, take action. So the course is designed to develop you. If you start off, our first module is about the mindset. You, you nailed it earlier. It's all about your mindset. But we take you through a step-by-step, 12-week course. We call it my 12-step 12 12 program, but basically, because you have to change your mindset when you step into the big game of commercial real estate. But we take you with that. And so through this course, you'll learn how to not only finance the properties, you'll know how the difference of spreads, you're going to understand the uh, nuances of negotiation. More importantly, you're going to understand the contracts and how to structure those deals. And then we get really deep into creative financing and uh, all some of all the nuances that I'm not going to go into too much here on the podcast, but um, buy the book, sign up for the course. And then we'll go from there. Is there a special way for them to sign up for the course if they're interested? Once they get, yeah, it's, it's, it's in, yeah, absolutely. Uh, my website, uh, you can go to the website, www.swanmoney.com. There's a video on the website. It talks about the webinar. You can tune into that. That's free. Um, I'm thinking in terms of perhaps having an introductory course, a freebie uh, for those that are interested. And uh, send me an email, info at swanmoney.com. Those that may have interest. Based upon that interest, certainly, I, I want people to be able to get access to information. You know, George, that's what's been that's what has kept us back for so long. We don't have access to information, we don't have access to deal flow, and we don't have access to cash flow. I am here to eliminate all that mess. And so now I want it to be to the point where we don't have any more excuses about why we can't do the same thing like Reginald Lewis said years ago in his book. Why should white guys have all the fun? Well, you just dispelled <laughs> that rumor. We got access to Gary Smith, and we got access hey, to five keys to create passive income with commercial real estate. So, hey, with those two, we're gonna we're gonna make millionaires, right? Hey, Amen. That's the goal. There you A thousand go. of them at least. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, hey, this kind of concludes another episode of the Crotchety Old Man Podcast. Um, Smitty, you got anything to? send this off with i mean you got you it's been pretty much your show today so you might as well end it what you got nice for us <laughs> well let's see here i think what's the appropriate quote for today you know george you know usually i I'm know you got there. one stored up there you know there you go all give, right give our audience a, a few pearls all right here comes a pearl i'm i'm i'm, st- I'm stammering for time here as i look at Looking through my <laughs> book and I'm looking at stuff that I haven't uh, that I've said already. But here you are. A problem is simply a question to be resolved. A solution is an answer to a problem. There you go. And we okay. just provided that answer to the problem. Amen. That's right. So, as we always say on the crotchet old man, if you didn't know, now you know. You know. Take care. Peace. All right. Peace.
This is Dr. Paul Clemens with the Crotchety Old Men Podcast. If you're interested in financial tools to build wealth, and you're interested in ways to maximize your health through holistic alternatives, then you are just the audience that we're looking for. Tune in each week, every Thursday, to the Crotchety Old Men Podcast, where George Crumley, Gary Smith, and I offer you in-depth discussions on health and wealth. Subscribe to the Crotchety Old Men Podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.